It's Monday, April 25th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories along with other important things going on in our community. Today, managers at Pemex gas stations in Agua Prieta and Naco say the high oil prices gripping the U.S. are sending more people to Mexico to fill their tanks. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now, some local history. 55 years ago this month, the city of Sierra Vista was gripped with terror when a serial killer responsible for the brutal murders of two young girls kept the tiny desert community shaken and on edge. Similar to an episode in a made-for-TV movie, the seven-week-long crime spree committed by a 16-year-old Buena High School student included a handwritten letter mailed to the police by the murderer, who called himself the Phantom, promising to kill again after the mutilated body of the first child was found. William L. Huff, the son of a U.S. Army sergeant, kept his word. Nothing like this had ever happened in modern Sierra Vista. Parents drew their children closer and became wary of any unfamiliar face. Some brought firearms out of their closets and kept them close at hand. Read more about what happened at MyHeraldReview.com. Today's story is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. Managers at Pemex gas stations in Agua Prieta and Naco say the high oil prices gripping the U.S. are sending more people from Arizona to their filling stations for fuel. We visited two Pemex stations last week, and managers said their American customers from Cochise County and other areas are usually crowding into their stations on the weekends. But the trend isn't new. It's been going full force since at least March, with Texans flocking to Juarez and Californians driving to Tijuana to buy cheaper gas. As of Friday, gas prices in Arizona overall were posted at $4.55 a gallon, according to the American Automobile Association. Meanwhile, at the Pemex station in Agua Prieta, where the gas is pumped by an all-female staff, gas is $3.50 a gallon for regular. Manager Armando Quijada said his Arizona customers usually are in line on the weekends. One of his attendants, Fernando Soto, agreed. Ditto for Alejandro Arizmendi's Pemex gas station along the main drag of Naco Sonora. While this Pemex station is a lot smaller than Quijada's location in Agua Prieta, Arizmendi said he has no complaints because his sales have risen 35% since March. Since they began tracking their gas sales in 2012, this has been their best year yet. So why exactly are the prices lower in Mexico? Well, reports show that Mexico has kept its gas prices lower because of a government subsidy supported by President Andres Manuel López Obrador. But when fuel began running out because of the number of Americans overrunning the gas stations in Mexico, especially Texas motorists, the subsidy was lifted for a few days and Mexican gas prices were on par with those of the U.S., the gas shortages affected cities in the Mexican border states of Tamaulipas, Nuevo León, Coahuila, Chihuahua, Sonora, and Baja California, including Tijuana, one of the world's busiest border crossings. 
Mexico's subsidy has been championed by the government of President Andres Manuel López Obrador, who has long promised to insulate customers from the sharp price hikes at the pump. But Ariz Mendi says it's interesting that Mexico does not have the capacity to produce all of its oil, and that a lot of it comes from the U.S., about 60%. He noted that for every 10 liters of gas, 6 comes from the U.S. and 4 comes from Mexico. Stay up to date on this story with us at MyHeraldReview.com. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace, your helpful place. Let's talk outdoor grilling, broiling, smoking, and baking. At Ace, we offer Traeger, Big Green Egg, Weber, Charbroil, and Uni. If you haven't triggered your ribs, smoked a brisket on a Big Green Egg, broiled salmon on a Weber, grilled burgers on a Charbroil, or baked a pizza in 60 seconds on your Uni pizza oven, let's talk. Get the spices, rubs, sauces, fuels, and accessories to cook something new every day for weeks or even months to come. Shop Ace first since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 92. Next, two Arizona rivers landed on the list of the 10 most endangered rivers in the U.S. The Colorado River is the most threatened in the U.S., and the San Pedro ranks 8th on an annual list of the 10 most threatened waterways. The American Rivers report says there was too much demand for Colorado River water before the current drought, and the San Pedro is threatened by unchecked pumping of groundwater. Here's Alexia Stanbridge of Cronkite News with more. Millions of people in seven western states depend on the Colorado River for drinking water, farming, and business. That demand was already stressing the river, and that was before the 20-year drought that has been gripping parts of the west. Our reality now is that we are a hotter, drier place with less water. And um, over the last 22 years, since 2000, um, the river has lost 20% of its flow. The American Rivers report said the Colorado was already overtapped with too many people pulling too much water. The drought has only made things worse with record low levels now in Lake Powell and Lake Mead. The crisis is happening. Um, we need to acknowledge and learn to live with the river that we have. Matt Rice said going forward, residents will need to plan for a river in a hotter, drier climate. You know, I'd suggest this is not a drought because a drought implies that there's an end to it. So as many climate scientists are, are saying, they're using a new term. This is the aridification of the West. While lack of surface water is the problem for the Colorado, the San Pedro River in southern Arizona faces a different problem. People are pumping too much of the groundwater that supports the river in dry times. Groundwater flows are directly connected to surface water river flows. Experts said the rivers can be helped with changes to state and federal law that would restrict water use and by investing some of the billions in the recently passed infrastructure bill to plan for a tighter water supply. This report is a blazing alarm for all of us to think about how we can do more to conserve water, to protect the river and the values that, that it brings across the whole basin. Gonzalez said it's in everyone's interest to act now. These waterways are so interconnected and, uh, you know, everyone's for the most part downstream from someone. Experts say that everyone can help by paying attention to policies and trying to cut back the water your household uses. In Washington, Alexia Stambridge, Cronkite News. This is not the first time the Colorado River has been on the most endangered list. It was also number one in 2013 for many of the same reasons. The biggest difference is that there are millions more people relying on the river now than there were back then. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. 
Among older adults, falling is the leading cause of hip fractures and traumatic brain injuries, making falls a pressing health concern. At Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, they have a free online assessment that can help you discover risk factors. By taking just a few minutes to fill out the evaluation, you might discover reasons you might not have previously considered. Being proactive is a great way to help yourself or a loved one stay safe. So visit fallriskassessment.com today to take a step towards safety. Again, that's fallriskassessment.com. You can also use the link in our show notes. Next, an event that you should know about. On Saturday, head over to Fry Boulevard between North Garden Avenue and North Avenue for a fun street fair with a variety of fun activities for all ages. There will be street magicians, chalk art, face painting, a live DJ, and booths hosted by many West End businesses. And stick around, in the evening there'll be food trucks, a street dance, and live music by No Alibis. Also, we're excited to announce that the Herald Review media team has just launched a local e-commerce website specifically for Cochise County businesses to sell their products and services. Now you can shop 24-7 online at your favorite local businesses participating on loveshoplocalaz.com. Check it out. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Yvette Leanne Shadbolt of Benson. Yvette Leanne was born in 1962 in Los Angeles. She grew up in Lake Isabella, California, and graduated from Kern Valley High School in 1980. After graduation, she married a longtime classmate and friend Richard. During their union, Yvette gave birth to two sons. She was a dedicated mother and homemaker. Yvette then started her career in caregiving, opened her own home to care for the children of family and friends along with her boys. She was a people person. Later, Yvette went to work at the Lake Isabella Head Start program in California and worked also as a florist. In Benson, she managed the Wendy's restaurant for several years. Yvette was a caregiver by nature and ended her career the way she started, by caring for those around her, mother, father, and dear friend Tony. She lived sharing her love for the Lord with her community and everyone she met. Thank you for taking a moment today to remember and celebrate Yvette's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. Join us again on Tuesday. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. For more information on any of the stories you heard about today, visit us at myheraldreview.com. Right now, you can become a member starting at just $1.99 per week. Want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager, Pascal, can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.